All right, all right, folks. It's another episode of the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast coming live from the Tornado Alley kitchen here at the Tornado Alley Studios. I've uh, got a great guest up. Uh, we've got William Hodges of Indomitable City Soccer, and he'll be up. He's a managing editor. He'll be on to talk about Sacramento Republic. We will also review John Beccaro's coming out party in the last match at Reno. Uh, but also, for, we'll have some great guests. We've got Mario Solar. We've got Andrew Chartier. Both one won the contest last week. The other one lost it. But we'll have them on. So, folks, it's time to get inside the shelter. Uh, let's get get inside. It's getting stormy. Windows blank. Get get the blankets inside because, folks, it's another episode of Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast. All right, folks. Uh, thank you so much for joining me this uh, Monday evening. Uh, it's it's fun day Monday, right? I mean, everybody loves Monday. But anyway, we'll we'll try to make it less unbearable as we have some great guests coming on the on the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast. But first, before we jump into this, we've uh, obviously BGN.fm. That's where you can find the podcast. We've got Mongols uh, USL show. We've got. Uh, Hundred back chat show, basically any team you root for, there's going to be a podcast out there. So check them out, bgn.fm. Also, we have our good friends over at Roughneck Scarves, roughneckscarves.com. They are official supplier of the USL, MLS, and US men's national team. R U F F N E C K S C A R S C A R V E S dot com. Not like Roughneck Tulsa, but it's rough. R U F F N E C K S. So uh, great, uh, like I said, alluded to earlier, we've got great guests coming up, and, and, and we'll go ahead and, and waste no time jumping into it. We've got William Hodges, managing editor of Indomitable City Soccer, covering Sacramento Republic, uh, SB Nation website. They've got great stuff, and, and you guys have been doing this for a while over at Indomitable City, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, we have, and Roger, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, we've... Uh, it's uh, much, you know, it's a labor of love, like <laughs> all of us uh, involved in this. But um, yeah, the site's been going for a couple of years now. And uh, Kyle Kepner and Josh Beeman, who are still involved with the site to, to mm-hmm. some degree, but um, proved to SB Nation that they could crank out content um, on a consistent basis enough for, for them to uh, go ahead and launch um, a site uh, through SB Nation. And, and here we are in 2018. Um, so it's been great. Yeah, yeah, I got to talk to Kyle a little bit earlier and always good catching up with him and, and somebody that I've talked to since I've been covering this league and, and has done great stuff over at Indomitable City. Uh, and also Josh Beeman, who we've had on the podcast as well. Uh, but both guys done a great job there, laid that foundation at Indomitable Absolutely. City Soccer. And uh, well, I tell you what, uh, just uh, from on the pitch, um, you know, Sacramento Republic, I think a lot of people, me, myself maybe included, kind of overlooked them said uh, you know they limped into the playoffs last year got the win uh, at uh not reno i'm blowing, i'm drawing a blank uh, salt lake city got the win yep. there and a team is you know i was like hey they may be dangerous they get to the playoffs you never know what's going to happen there and then you know people kind of forgot about them over the off season i guess i don't know but you know paul buckle leaving new coach coming in and, you know, all this MLS talk and maybe the morale is down. Maybe the players are not coming back. But you look at the standings and guess who's up there? It's Sacramento Republic. It's just like 2015 all over again. They're, they're, they're up there at the top. Got some great wins on, at home. A big win at OC, which now looks like a really good win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess if we're doing BCS and those kind of things, strength of schedule, that would be, you know, your, your best match, your best win of the season. Uh, well, talk a little bit about this team and, and what's kind of attributed to uh, that success early on in the season. Um, yeah, I think they have been uh, off the radar for most. I mean, even if you and I'm not, I'm not like a big uh, USL standings, uh, power rankings type of guy. But if you even look at the power rankings from last week, they had them at seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think people I think part of that is, you know, due to the fact that no one really knew what to expect. I mean, they. They uh, let go of their manager the day training camp starts or mm, yep. the day before um, and bring in um, Simon Elliott, who had been with the academy, but relatively unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, they had lost a, a ton of players. Um, really, there hadn't been that turnover on the roster in, uh, since, the, since the team was founded in 2014. I mean, guys that had been with the club for 
two, three years. I mean, just guys you knew were going to be out there every year were all of a sudden gone. So they introduced 10 new players. And I think everyone was going to, you know, everyone was trying to figure out how that was actually going to shake out on the field. And, um, you know, it has actually gone pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think their 4 and 2 or 4-2-0 and record um, is a little deceiving. I mean, mm-hmm. I think they obviously the OC win was nice, but it really sure. was the game itself. Wasn't great. It was an individual effort by Cameron Owasa, who just mm-hmm. had an incredible strike, um, and saved the day. Um, so they've, they've had moments where they played really well. If you look at last weekend's game, um, they had a horrible first half. They looked just out of sort, um, mm-hmm. no attack. And then the second half they came out and just, um, exploded and was putting so much pressure on the back line of, sure. um, of the opposing team. So, so anyway, I still think they're figuring it out. I mean, yeah. they, um, like most of the teams, six games in, um, they're, they're still trying to figure it out, but I think everyone's pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know the, the tower, the tower brigade, I know those guys are probably excited and <laughs> are jazzed up for the team and the results so far. And, and another match, uh, I, 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 it was, it was that RGV. That was, I haven't watched Sacramento play a lot this season, but I did catch the end of that match. And I tell you what, somebody had a, a rabbit foot, you know, on the pitch or something. Got really lucky getting that very fortuitous. Uh, um, it was a, it was a total penalty, but he got the penalty call there and, and yeah. was able to, to to put those two goals in late in that match. And anytime you can do that, RGV, that's always a tough call. Uh, it's always a tough place to go play, pl- tough place mm-hmm. to get down to. And so it just seemed like they did just enough to kind of get that result. And and you said Cameron Owasa. I know we've got a lot of viewers and a lot of listeners that are big sporting Kansas City fans, so a lot of folks remember him from Swope Park yep. last season. Uh, Nishan and, and uh, another guy that we're familiar with here, Sammy Ochoa, uh, Nishan is gone, right? No, Nishan is still with the club. Ochoa's I'm sorry. Gone. I'm sorry, say that again. Uh, Nishan is still with the club. Ochoa uh, is gone. Ochoa, okay. That's I was thinking Nishan had left. I don't know why I thought that. But, yeah, Ochoa now with the uh, Las Vegas lights and, and, and what's going on over there. But, yeah, you're right. Got the big turnover and, and, uh, and another name I'm familiar with, Adam Moffitt, got a goal there. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, is and that was always the big you know, talking with Evan Eister, some of those guys, you know, getting yep. the goal production was always the crux. And, and you're, and you know, is, do you, do you still feel like that that's something that's, that's you guys are still going to be needing and looking for as the season progresses? You know, I don't, I mean, we'll, we'll wait to see what happens, but I mean, mm-hmm. I think they are um, from an attack standpoint, they are, it's just a different style of play than what fans had seen over the last few years with Paul Buckle, which mm-hmm. was more, sort of the long ball type of play. This is really sort of um, attacking from the middle, you know, from midfield in, and um, just an exciting brand of football to watch. I mean, mm-hmm. but you're, you're right. They have historically been horrible on corner kicks, um, set pieces, really. Um, but they, they are, um, when they've been on, the style of play is really exciting to see. Um, and, you know, guys that you mentioned, like an Adam Moffitt, you know, mm-hmm. who was out most of the year last year with injury, he's back, he's in the fold. Um, and, you know, alongside Jeremy Hall, mm-hmm. um, and Moffitt bring, you know, not only loads of MLS experience, but just experience in general. So it, it really has created a solid midfield. And, um, and like I mentioned earlier, the guys that they've folded in, um, have done a, a really great job. Um, Kevin Elamon is another player to look out for. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very nice player. Um, and then, you know, you mentioned it earlier, Cameron Awasa, who, you know, was uh, left Sacramento last year, um, had an MLS contract, was unfortunately got nicked up in the preseason. And, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, Sporting Kansas City obviously had a great year and, and he was unable to kind of get back in to the first team. So then he played most of the season at Swell Park, but he's back. And I, he, you know, I, I told, asked Simon Elliott, the coach of the Republic the other day, is this the best Cameron has looked as a professional? And, you know, he didn't, he didn't come out and say, yes, it is. Cause right. obviously he wants more from Cam, but I think sure. people around here feel that's the best he's played. I mean, he's, he's just, he's got a low center of gravity. Mm-hmm. He's just difficult to defend. He's just crafty out there and sure. just a handful. So he's going to, He's going to get another shot at some point, no doubt. 
Yeah, that was just I, – I forgot Jaime uh, Villarreal is also at Sacramento, and he's somebody who played for Los Dos for mm-hmm. – and actually played for that the uh, Galaxy there a few times. So some more, again, MLS experience coming up there. And, uh, you know, just is just a – you know, when I look at Sacramento Republic and, and look at the results and, I mean, coming back from that one goal down against a really scrappy, tough switchbacks team last week and getting the victory – you know, at home, it, again, this is a team that we in Tulsa have struggled against. We, I don't believe we've ever got a result against Sacramento since Tulsa's mm-hmm. been incept, as, in, since Tulsa's inception. Right. Do you think that that's something these, the team and, and they're looking at and going, okay, here's a team coming in that we've been successful against and, and that we're, we're going to – I don't know. Do, do you expect this team maybe to – I don't want to say play down to your competition, but just maybe <laughs> – Take a take a breather and go. Okay, we've got this home match against this team coming in town. We've been good against. Do you feel like there's going to be a little bit of a letdown there, or or do you think that they're going to come out all cylinders and and just press and run and and try to score yeah. a bunch of goals? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think so. Uh, I'd answer it two ways. So one, you know, based on all the interviews I've done with the players and 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 Simon Elliott, I mean, they they recognize the fact that you know they're probably. Um, a little fortunate to be uh, undefeated at this mm. point. Um, but at the end of the day, the results are the results and sure. you are who you are, right? Record wise. Mm. So um, it is a testament to the club and they're obviously gritty enough to, to, to you know, get points when they're not playing their best. So I think right. everything I've heard um, from the guys is that this team's really hungry and, you know, they were upset when they, you know, uh, split the points in Las Vegas a couple of weeks ago and felt that, you know, they should have done more and they left a lot out there and, um, and so I don't think there'll be a letdown, but you know, if, and the reality is you guys know this, the USL, the play has gotten so much better over the last couple of years. So sure. if they, if they do, um, overlook it and, 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 you know, maybe don't come out with that intensity, they're going to get punished and they're yeah. going to lose the game. Um, so that's just, that's kind of my overview as I've seen visiting clubs come in, maybe their record wasn't as good as, you know, uh, it just wasn't good and, and right. the team overlooked that the visiting side and, and they lose uh, mm-hmm. important points. So, um, so, but I, I think they'll, I think they'll come out and they'll be well rested as well because oh, they haven't yeah. played since last Wednesday. So yeah, same, same on this side of the pond. It's her on this side of the hill, so to speak. Yeah. Tulsa has not played, has this really weird road trip situation going at Fresno, which you would think, Okay, Saturday you should be going right up the road and play at Sacramento, but for whatever reason, that's not what was scheduled. Usually, that's usually that's the case. You know, you come out to Oklahoma, you go to, to Tulsa, you right. play Oklahoma City or Swope or you know maybe San Antonio, but you're all on this side of the, of the country. But for whatever reason, Tulsa had to come back, and then ten days later go play at Sacramento and. I, I don't believe in Mario Mario Solers over here to tell me if I'm right or wrong, but uh, is did uh, the guys come back from that trip or did they stay over there? Yes, a couple of them stay. A few of them are from California, so I think maybe some of them stayed over there. So kind of have you know some of these guys staying over there, some coming back. So anyway, kind of a weird situation there and a weird. Because, you know, you don't want to pay for four flights if you don't have to, I guess. That's right. But so, yeah, both coming off. That's brutal long, scheduling. Yeah, it is. It's a, and, you know, and I'm not sure what was going on in Sacramento, why they just play short rest. But anyway, uh, neither here nor there. But, uh, well, uh, let me, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Hope hope you may be ready for this. But uh, what what are some teams out there in the USL that, that have kind of caught your attention on the West Coast or in the West Western Conference that, Maybe a lot of people may be overlooking right now, but you, you've seen the product on the field and, and can attest to the quality that you've seen. Um, you know, I don't, um, I haven't been watching um, as much, you know, wide USL coverage to, um, to honestly really give any educated opinion on it, to be honest. You know, the, the teams that come in, obviously, to Sacramento, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll study up on and um, do our research. Sure. Um, but I, I honestly don't have a great feeling on that because I, um, and I know some of the other guys that cover U- USL, you know, really cover it from a league um, standpoint and really dive into all the games. I just don't have bandwidth to do that. Um, yeah, you said you had kids, so you're, you're good, man. <laughs> no, 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 but, um, no, exactly, right? The, 
the kids do only allow so much uh, yep. soccer. I understand um, but, that. But, um, but I, you know, I mean, generally speaking, though, as I said earlier, I mean, it is an improving league. And sure, I think, as you mentioned, just in the question before that, like, you know, there used to be kind of gimmies on the schedule in USL. And, mm -hmm. you know, I don't think there's any gimmies anymore. I just think the level of talent has improved across the board. And so, sure. um, so I just think, you know, every team's hungry and guys are out there trying to prove themselves. And so um, the league as a whole is better. Yep. Yeah. And, and we have a couple of folks here, Thomas on the live chat from Sacramento, or I'm sorry, from San Antonio. And I think, you know, just looking at teams and, and teams that I expected to be up there with, uh, you know, up there with Sacramento or maybe even ahead or, you know, Sac is, you know, seeing uh, San Antonio further back in the standings and, and, you know, Reno yeah. not getting the results and then Colorado Springs had a little bit of a slow start there. So I don't know. We'll see how it all kind of evens out there. Well, yeah, well, I mean, San Antonio, I mean, and um, I mean, they, they were like decimated with injuries to start, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, and Colorado is a team that, yeah, got off to a slow start. But you look over their last three or four and um, they played really good soccer. Um, sure. Yeah. So, you know, it's six games into the season. And as mm -hmm. you guys know, it's a long way to go. So, um, yeah. Yeah, we're we're hoping it, it you know obviously slow start on uh, over here as well and and you know you get you, all it takes is a couple of wins on the road or a couple wins at home steal one on the road get a get a draw here and there and all of a sudden you're you're in playoff contention you know how easy you can, it can get there in a hurry mm -hmm. so uh, mm -hmm. but uh, well hey um, uh, William uh, I, was, I was looking on live chat to see if we had any any other folks pi chiming in there uh, but. Uh, but anyway, I know you're busy and got to steal you for a few minutes tonight. So uh, I'll let you let you get back to it. But uh, uh, William Hodges here, managing editor of the Indomitable City Soccer. Uh, t tell folks uh, how they can get in touch with you guys and and any social media you'd like to plug, man. Yeah, cool. Thanks. I, again, thanks for having me. Sure. Um, so I'm on Twitter at William underscore Hodges. H-O-D-G-E-S. You can follow Indomitable City Soccer at indomitablecitysoccer.com. Um, and then our Twitter handle um, for Indomitable City is blurbs Indomita. Mm. So if you thought Indomitable City Soccer was hard to say, try to say <laughs> yeah. blurbs Indomita. What, what, what do you guys, you guys have like spelling bee champions over there or what, man? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I blame Kyle and Josh for coming up with, uh, with that, but um no, the, indom the, the whole Indomitable uh, is part of Sacramento's heritage. And so mm -hmm. um, that is part of sort of the the city motto. It's in the charter somewhere about being Indomitable. So that's where that comes from. But sure, yeah, we tried to make it the most difficult uh, Twitter handle in the world by saying blurbs Indomita. But find us there. Um, and, um, you know, occasionally there are some folks, you mentioned a few earlier that do contribute USL content. Mm -hmm. So there is an occasional post, uh, for USL kind of stuff. And we always welcome, uh, new content, new writers. So hit us up. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and anyone that gets to get a wild hair that wants to ride a little bit, um, you know, ping William and those guys and, and they'll find, they'll find a place for you. I promise. So, uh, but anyway, William Hodges, uh, William appreciate you coming on, man. And, uh, and, and we'll, we'll be in touch and we'll trace some notes along the season and anything we can do over here to help you guys out. Let us know. All right. Appreciate it guys. Take care. Thanks right. again for having me on. Uh, you bet. Thanks William. All right. Bye-bye. All right. We had William Hodges there on from Indomitable City Soccer. Check those guys out. They've been doing, they, they've been, you know, doing, you know, the podcast or the well, podcasts too, but, you know, writing the articles, you know, we're talking back before Tulsa was around in this league. So, uh, you know, they've give a little bit of a historic perspective on some of this. And of course you got Evan Eister, who's, you know, with the USL show on BGN.FM. So, I mean, it got some great content folks, got some great contributors. I think, uh, Jesse Eason at one point, Zach Eason were both, uh, contributors there as well. So some local guys there, uh, were contributors for Indomitable City at one point or, probably still will be in the future so anyway uh right now i'm gonna take a quick pause and then we're going to bring in our next guest here in the studio so you'll see us setting up so just you can make fun of us that's fine but uh what should we do what, what song should we play for you guys tonight i have nothing queued up so we'll find i'll find some it'll be it'll be fine we'll figure it out do we have requests no okay 
So if you have anything requested in the chat, you better do it now because otherwise you're going to get stuck with something probably terrible. All right, folks, thank you so much for hanging on during the break. For the people who are listening on iTunes, it, you're, it was like a little flash in your back. But for the folks who are on the live stream, it, it took a couple minutes, so I appreciate you guys for being patient. And uh, right now, as a, let's see, we'll get you lined up here. Like, <laughs> What's going on there? Okay, there we go. Okay, so uh, for those on the live stream, you can see I have a guest here. Got somebody else. There's two of us here now. Andrew Chartier of uh, of the, the Wrench Maidens. I almost said the I almost said Fortuna Tulsa. Is what <laughs> I almost said. Yeah, Fortuna Tulsa. Sure. There's a little Fortuna sh shout out for you, Wayne. But um, anyway, I know you're a big fan of theirs, and I just yeah. like, had a moment. Oh, I yes. got the two too uh, confused there. So, uh, Angela, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing just fine. Sure, yeah, here you go. Closer? Okay, yeah, there you I go. Can. No worries. No, you're good. Uh, if you folks, guys hear Angela just fine out there? All right. So, uh, anyway, so, yeah, okay, great. Well, Angela, uh, you were the big winner last week in last week's Pick'ems. So, yeah, so you <laughs> folks need to get the Pick'ems going. You got to win. You got to beat. You got to beat the lady. Yeah. You can't beat her. You're not going to win. Or if you got to beat me too, but you got. She, she had like eight points out of what twelve or thirteen, yeah. whatever it was. Um, well, did you have any strategy, or did you did you just pick against Mario? Is that how it worked? <laughs> no, actually, I didn't even know what he'd picked. I had just started thinking about how everybody was doing. Yeah. All the teams were doing. Yeah. But I didn't think about Oklahoma City and St. Louis. I yeah. haven't really been paying attention to them. And then I find out that Oklahoma City hasn't been doing very well. So. No, they have <laughs> not. Um, you know, and, and actually, I think now, Noel, we're still a point behind since they got three in the first week. But, yeah, that's a team that struggled. And uh, mm -hmm. when I was talking with William, that was – I failed to even mention them. But – yeah, losing at home, uh, a couple of rough results, losing to the Timbers at home, oh, yeah. losing uh, last week to St. Louis. Yep. I think St. Louis is probably a little bit better than than they've played. But, you know, the thing is, is that they're just a team that's struggling. And oh, then you yeah. said you're kind of – you didn't even know that, but it's like, okay, you know, it's a – and then, you know, you know, the other teams are struggling, you know, like San Antonio. I know some yeah. folks are, like, ready to hit the panic button. Some people are like, hey, relax, it's only six games in the season. <laughs> We'll, you know, we'll we'll see where that where that goes. I have a hard time believing they're going to stay where they're at for a very long time. Yeah. But uh, well, let's let's. I know we're talking about USL as a whole, but we'll kind of go more granular and talk about last week's match with Fresno. So I'm just, you, I know you guys, you yeah. and Mario watched it. Yeah, and, we did. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, you know, one of the things, you know, just kind of just talk chronologically here for just a moment. So first half, you know, the, the match is going and, and it really not much going on. No. Until that Ribeiro uh, Golasso. Yeah, right? no that kidding. Was an unbelievable <laughs> goal. Uh, yeah. What did you think about it? I was, I was, I didn't even know he was playing until that moment, that moment. So, mm -hmm. But I was I was kind of impressed with him. He, Are you talking about Bacaro or? Yeah, yeah, that. Oh yeah. Oh no, I know who you're talking. About. Oh my gosh, that shot. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that was that was unbelievable. Yeah. So that so the the shot we're talking about yeah. is the uh, yeah. the Ribeiro shot there, um, and uh, you know the thing is is that you know I mean I don't know what you can do. Stephen Cleveland didn't have much of a chance. No, on he it. didn't. Um, you know that happens, and then you have. Uh, obviously, game. I, I thought they were going. I thought they, being Fresno, were going to get another goal. They were attacking. It seemed like they had some momentum from that. Galazzo, oh, yeah. they're bringing it. I was afraid if they get one more goal here before halftime, that would not be a good sign. No, it wouldn't be. And they also came out. They did. They didn't give it up. Nope. They, they stayed. Stayed with you know with just within one goal. And then in comes Super Sub, John Beccaro. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I, I I didn't know what to expect. I know, yeah, he's a very high draft pick, and, and he's, you know, heard good things about him. And then he did not fail to impress. No, he did not. Uh, what was it? This 53rd minute he had the goal with the assist yeah. with uh, Paris G, who was just was wide open as can be. Gets the cross over to him, gets the header. Oh, yes. There's the goal, right? First goal. Oh, yeah, no kidding. And it looked good. It was something, you know, I think this team needed was just that offensive, that 
somebody to somebody yeah uh, yeah somebody to just to spark them right I mean, exactly and you know this is just they just look like a different team in the second half didn't they no oh, definitely it's like that they all of a sudden got all their confidence back yeah and it's crazy just i know it wasn't just one player i know there's arce had had, had a nice match yeah. he had uh, Justino, who, you know, Mario was texting me, and he said, hey, he needs to be playing up a little bit. And yeah. I guess he did and, and made the difference there. Um, you know, did did you feel confident once that goal came in? How, how was you? How were you feeling? Were you, like, cautiously optimistic what, after that first goal? What, what were you thinking? Yeah, I was definitely cautiously optimistic. I was yeah. like, okay, they're, you know, after that last draw that they got, I was like, okay, this is, this is a little better. Mm-hmm. And hopefully now we can maybe get get it where we can beat Fresno is what I was hoping for. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah, and, and you saw that happen. You saw the, the momentum shift. Mm-hmm. And then the balloon got deflated. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Arguero, I believe, Arguero, I believe that's how you say his name. He was a sub, and a couple minutes later, he gets behind the yeah. defenders, buries one, 2-1 Fresno. Uh, I believe I was in the 77th minute or so. So towards the end of a match, on the road, now it's gut check time, right? Yeah. I still had faith in them. Okay. Yeah. I I still had some faith in them. Good. Good. Yeah. I mean, hey, you got, I mean, you're a fan. You got to. Yeah. It's it's innate. It's, it's, it's just, it's like, hey, it's okay. You mean, we're down to one, right? Yeah. Still had some time to get another goal. Yep. So now stoppage time is 90 minutes plus four. <laughs> yeah, it is about the that time. Minute of stoppage. Yeah, it was about that time. I was like, oh, I told him, I said, we're, we're not going to get it. Well, just about that time <laughs> where you gave up all hope. Yep. Uh, Stephen Cleveland boots it out from the goal. I thought they were going to blow the whistle. So I, I was surprised that Stephen Cleveland got a chance to, yeah. for the goal kick, to be completely honest. And Mario's shaking his head. Yeah. So I thought they're going to blow it dead right there. Game over. Balls Barrett carried in, long ball. I believe I, I don't know who it was that was it Jacino that headed see, it. No, it wasn't Jacino. He did the back heel. So I think that may have been. Um, I'm not sure who that was. I it don't Perez know who maybe. It was. So anyway, somebody had the header there at midfield, mm-hmm. over to Jacino who had a little back heel flick, just like schoolyard yeah. play, <laughs> something you see at the rec leagues, just a little little clip, and then had John Vaccaro wide open. Yep. He and the goalkeeper slots it in. Game's over. 2-2 win. Or 2-2 draw. Two, two felt, draw. Like <laughs> <It> felt, <laughs> felt like a win. Felt like a win. Felt like a win. I felt like we just got three points there. But, uh, you know, got the draw. And uh, the folks over at the Foxtrot podcast, they were texting me going, oh, my gosh, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Like, they were just amazed at how, how well that match. I can't remember a match that went that way for Tulsa. And I, I know we've had – I, Mario, correct, you know, chime in, Angela, if you remember any, but I can't remember a match that that in the dying embers of the match, Tulsa puts in a goal to either yeah. win it or to or get draw. the draw. Yeah. Maybe L.A. last year was there was a match in L.A. last season, but I don't know if that was towards the end of the match, and I think that was L.A. that scored. Yeah, we came back to Yeah, I can't remember if that was that late in the match, but anyway, so. I mean, just an unbelievable match all the way around. How, how are you feeling after watching that result and then that player do those things? I'm feeling a little better about our team. Sure. I knew that things were turning around when they got the draw, the first draw. Mm-hmm. Who was the it that Portland they played? Timbers, yes. Yeah. So I'm thinking – Okay, it's not going to be as bad as I was thinking it would be. Sure. Do you think that uh, that's going to be able to carry this team, a little momentum from that result to carry them into Sacramento and playing playing the Republic this weekend? I'm hoping it will be. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely hoping it definitely will give them what they need to to come out with the three points. Yeah, I think (laughs) – Obviously, you know, talking with William there just a minute ago, it, obviously a big challenge. Team that mm-hmm. Tulsa has not had much success against. It's historic. I know every team's yeah. different. You can't do that. But, um, you know, we have, uh, yeah, the Ricky Dale Myers here just posted. Zach, I know if you're on the stream still, 
uh, you could correct me or, or chime in if, if you know, but it looks like Ricky said his first time we had a stoppage time goal and maybe just even in a non-meaningful yeah. goal. I, I remember there was a late one against Colorado Springs, but I'm not sure when that would have, of course, that result didn't count, whatever. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, I remember that one too. Yeah, it was really <laughs> late in the match and it was a just a terrible three nil loss. Yes, it was. One. Scored four goals. Even and though lost I know nil. exactly. But uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think you know. Obviously, if you're you're a Roughnecks fan and and you're you're looking at that result and and being or, wow in Fresno, Phoenix, Fresno, Fresno, whatever, um, and then you're you're carrying that momentum. And obviously, there's a little bit of a break. And Sacramento had that big long break. Yeah. Do you, you worry about? Fatigue, like rust at this point, or you know, you had this huge break, another match, huge break. Do you have any concerns about that? Maybe a little bit. Maybe sure. they're going to get a little lax because mm-hmm. they haven't really had to play that much. I mean, I'm sure they've been practicing a, quite a bit, but sure, it's different from an actual match and going in. Yeah, we so. exactly we've conceded a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember, like I said, that LA match comes to mind last season, and um, there was another one, another road match at maybe it was Orange County. I, I can't. I remember there was another one a couple seasons ago that we had that maybe it was a couple seasons, maybe it was last season. It all starts running together to me. <laughs> you know, it's if you don't sleep much, you have little kids. It happens. So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. Um, but you know Sacramento. I remember last season when we played them. It was it was a time when Tulsa was playing very well, mm-hmm. and then we had this road trip with Sacramento and oh, Reno, yeah. and just the results weren't there, and and it just seemed like okay, well we're still not quite to to that level, but I don't know. I I, I kind of feel good about this match, and I don't know. I can't tell you why. Maybe, and I don't know if John Beccaro will be back. I've you know. We haven't heard if he's going to come back and be on loan. I know someone mentioned that may may have already gone back to Chicago, so I don't know if he's still if he's going back there to come back here. I, I, I don't know yeah. how they're doing that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, and kind of off topic, I was talking to a buddy of mine who's a big FC Dallas fan, and he was saying, yeah, yeah, FC Dallas has played really well this year because of a guy named uh, Ja'Cory Hayes. <laughs> you guys now remember we know him, who right? he is. Yeah, Ja'Cory Hayes, he's yeah, tearing it exactly. up for Dallas right now, guys. So, yep. uh, um, you know, and you know, I think Joey Kalistri had a goal last weekend. So, I mean, yeah. you just kind of realize how good of a team we had last season. But anyway, um, so 9.30, that's a 9.30 kickoff, Oklahoma time. So, But it's okay, it's Saturday, so you don't yeah. have to wake up early. Exactly. The, you have to go to the <laughs> office, Angela. You don't have to worry nope. about that. Um and I believe, is there a watch party, Mario? Is it at uh, Empire again, I believe? Okay, so so Empire, so you guys can make it out there. I think I can actually make it out there since it's a weekend, but who knows? I may have to be on day- baby duty. I don't know. I'll be on baby duty on May 2nd because that's when baby two comes. So, <laughs> yay. So, so RIP social life. Uh, yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> maybe soccer. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. But, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, um. Yeah, that's uh, you know, again, just a, a good time, on Saturday, at Empire. If you folks can make it out, uh, Angela, how's everything going with the uh, wrench maidens? You guys, um, I saw you had a banner, and and you guys are out there at the nine one eight guys, and oh yeah, yeah, is everything yeah, going? We're doing pretty good. Yeah, got some got some new members, and got a few more new members. I'm gonna tr- start trying to get some more okay. to come in, especially once uh, Fortuna gets going. We're thinking about. Okay. Supporting both teams. Well, of course, yeah. I know you guys, and like I said, I almost said of Fortuna Tulsa earlier because you know because I know you're you're associated you're, you're big fans of Fortuna. Yes. And I know they haven't played a match yet, but very big fans of what they're doing so far, and and some of the players they're signing. And boy, I tell you, a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just like oh, I didn't. I maybe I'm naive and and, and don't know <laughs> this, but I didn't realize how good the talent was here in Tulsa and how many girls oh young yeah ladies I should say yeah, play exactly. division one soccer that went to Union, went to uh Jinx, went to, mm. you yep. know, all these area schools, Owasso. And it's just like, my gosh 
I don't know. I'm just kind of just like amazed how the talent that 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 Wayne and 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 Barry and those oh, guys yeah. are pulling in. And uh, I, I I I know what is it's the weekend of Memorial Day weekend. So that's the first weekend of the matches. So. I bet you're just you're just you're just you don't have so much soccer going on. Oh you're yeah, I know it. Right? <laughs> We're yeah. also going to go through to a few of the athletics oh, of games course. too. Yeah, so. of course. yeah, yeah. They start. So we're going to be busy weeks. this summer. Yeah, so I know that's I'm going to be hauling my kid around, just <laughs> bringing him to all the matches. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, that's uh, the good stuff there. And uh, I'm just trying to read the comments here on the live stream if anybody has anything, but. But anyway, yeah. So uh, that's that's kind of the uh, Fresno and Tulsa match, and then and then we'll have uh, the the match with Sacramento, 9:30 p.m. Late kickoff. It's okay. It's the weekend, and who knows what the Thunder will be playing? I don't even. I should have had the Thunder game going, but I don't. I don't have the Mario. I don't have it on Mario. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so anyway, Angela, I appreciate you coming on, and, and I know we'll be in touch. I know you're going to win oh, next yeah. week, so uh, I don't even know why I should try, right? <laughs> um, I'm hoping to. Yeah. Is there uh, I don't know. Is there any teams out there that you're looking at and, and that you – not not Tulsa, but any teams that you're like, I think this – that you're going, you're going to pick them next week. doesn't matter who they're playing. What team is it that you're I picking? I haven't even thought that far ahead oh, okay. yet. <laughs> Right. Sorry. <laughs> you actually analyze it like, okay, yes, how many goals I actually will get the, once you put the list out, I'll start looking through okay. and thinking about each team. By the way, we missed the match. I forgot about Salt Lake, uh, the Monarchs playing at Tampa Bay. We were talking about that. Yeah. We I were saw, like, why did he not have it on here? I think I was looking at the home teams, to be honest. I, I, I just overlooked it. I have no idea. I, I, if I see an East Coast team, I think, okay, I moved down to the next game. I don't even pay attention. So, my bad. My bad, folks. <laughs> You can write to the complaint department. And my, it, it goes. It's, it's just an inbox that doesn't get. It's like the reply all inbox, not reply all, but it's like the, you know, it's like customer service emails. If you send a customer service, like there's no way they're oh, checking. Yeah. That's my complaint email. There's no one. <laughs> there's no. It's just blank. Nobody's checking it. So, anyway, Angela, I appreciate you coming on and uh, and talking shop. Tell folks how they can get in touch with uh, the Wrench Maidens and and any social media you'd like to plug. Oh, we're on Facebook as Wrench Maidens. We're on uh, Instagram as Wrench Maidens. And then we are on Twitter as Wrench Maidens, but also at SoccerWomen918. Oh, there you go. Perfect. All right, Angela. Well, thank you so much for coming, thank coming you. by to the studio. We are actually live in the kitchen slash studio. So I uh, appreciate you coming out on a Monday night and, and, uh, and joining us. Uh, thanks for having me. You bet. All right. Well, we'll take just a quick time out and we'll switch out here and then we'll have Mr. Mario Solar on to uh we're going to talk arsenal folks i hope you guys are ready because we're talking epl champions league all the great euro snob soccer get ready you guys are just gonna love it so much so we'll hang tight everyone and we'll be right back all right folks thank you very much for hanging out with us and hanging on we have great uh, we've got three guests tonight the trifecta uh, three of them so Mario Solar is on here with us, and uh, you guys know Mario. Everyone knows Mario. Mario, man, how's it going tonight, dude? Uh, doing good, doing good here. Um, thank you for having us over. And the, sure. My first time being on a live podcast and not just by phone. I, I feel special. <laughs> it's so <laughs> special. I had to make up a sign today. I hope you guys Finger can see in. it. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, he's, he's wanting Vinger in here. So yeah, so obviously that's been the big news here, and 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 I guess in the EPL ranks is obviously besides Liverpool making Champions League, you have Arsene Wenger saying he will be out at the end of the season. I Man, I, I know you're you're a Chelsea Blues all the way through, and 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 I know we got a lot of folks here, um, you know that are that are chiming in here. So I know if Zach is still out there. Please feel free to to jump in here, but. Yeah, you know, it was, it was one of those things we've been preaching, and we being me being Arsenal fan, that you know, we've had Etty on last week talking about it. But you know, I I, would, I had just conceded he was going to be around till he died, and like he was going just like somebody's going to find him dead in his office. Like, oh yeah, I guess he's no longer coaching. You can't because he's dead. 
Are you surprised as I am that they, they, they finally said it's 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 time to move on? I was very surprised. He yeah. built that whole stadium. He built the, their play style. Sure. I mean, I think you might have had to bury him on the field before he left. Oh yeah, he was. I don't think he was leaving on his own. By the way, no, that's not what the reports. Do. It seems like he's being kind of, hey, we could fire you, or hey, would you just want to resign at the end of the season? You know, so go out on his own, I suppose. But. <sighs> I don't know. It's 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 a little bit bittersweet to me, you know. It's it's I, so I've been following soccer for I guess five, 13, 14, 15 years, something like that. I, I started watching the Invincibles years, okay. so that's like the first time I started watching club soccer. I'm not talking about like World Cup, you know. I'm talking about just club soccer. So he's the only coach I've known, you know, being an Arsenal fan and and knowing. Obviously, you don't get dumb overnight as a coach. You just I think you just the game kind of passes you by a little bit, and other people are show up, and and just maybe your style's not working, maybe your management's not working with you, you know, whatever the case is, it's just that stagnation, that maybe uh, complacency, if you will, yeah. and yeah, I just think maybe now, you know, obviously now's a good time to have that switch, but I mean, do you think that this just do you just think this is the right time for this to happen? I think so. Um, yeah. The play style, the movements, the speed, the pace. Mm -hmm. um, for Tulsa fans, it's like the whole David Irving, our first year of having him. You know, he was a great coach back then, but he's not He's not the same way. You know, there's new formations, new styles, new play. The tiki-taka, you know, the Arsenal fancy way, is, it was good maybe mm -hmm. five or ten years ago, but it needs to be it needs to evolve a little bit more better for me that's yeah. what i think yeah going with the three back set and and which you know works if you have you know good defenders and obviously that's what's been the crux for arsenal is just getting that that center def that center defensive player and obviously just you know certain players just haven't panned out um and and they have spent the money and and I found out I was reading an article saying that whoever comes in is going to be constricted for buying players so it's almost like well is, are you putting this person to succeed or I, I just and then you keep hearing the names uh, Ancelotti I it just to me that's just a recycled coach I know he's got experience and I I don't know I mean should Arsenal go after an experienced coach or should they Give Patrick Vieira a chance or Terry Henry a chance. I'm very interested if Patrick Vieira yeah. actually goes there. I was actually thinking he, I don't know even know if United would allow that to happen, but um, I, I'm just excited to see who it was. Um, they were talking about that other Span, uh, Spaniard uh, coach for him to come to, uh, and then I actually heard a couple other rumors from here and their teams, but um, yeah, it would be, I want to see who actually gets a, get to be allowed to coach them if mm -hmm. he can actually put his emphasis on the team or mm -hmm. does he have to do the whole arsenal way yeah you know is it going to be jose Mourinho coming in and oh do this <laughs> and we're, we're gonna play my style and i don't know if you don't like it get out of here uh which is the most boring style of soccer ever i you know and that's the thing that arsenal over the years has played a very attractive style very Quick pace, you know, you just think of some of those guys, Terry Henry, like I mentioned earlier, uh, some of those guys, uh, you know, Cesc Fabregas, you know, even back when um, uh, the guy played at United, uh, the guy, Van Persie, thank you. Yeah, you had some of those guys. Burkamp. Burkamp. You had some of those dudes just running around, uh, you know, Patrick Vieira even, you know, back then. So, You've got some great athletic guys, talented guys that were just very quick and, and could just play beautiful soccer. And then really hasn't – at times you see Arsenal, you know, last season you'd see it, glimpses. Arsenal obviously in the, big of this, big of this, in the middle of this big Europa run, and it got the match with Atletico this week. Uh, you know, I, I, do you think that his legacy will be tarnished if he doesn't win Europa? No, he's yeah. he's built up too much for for any EPL fan to see that what he's done for Arsenal. He left a legacy. He he can probably lose the Europa League. You know, he can probably be eighth in the league, and he can out tarnish all those years of him building yeah. up the team. Yeah, I mean, it's twenty two years of coaching the same team. It's just, and then before that, 
you know, coaching, uh, you know, before that even, and, and having, I think, I just went blank on where he coached at before, but I want to say Nottingham Forest, but I don't think that's right. But anyway, uh, Zach had, Zach Eason had mentioned, who's also an Arsenal fan, he said he doesn't, doesn't know, can't see him really coaching anywhere else, maybe going up to the front office and, and being, you know, a technical advisor or something, you know, some, some, you know, I don't know, unofficial role or whatever with the team. It seems like Arsenal likes to keep some of those players around or some of those coaches around, you know, that they're Arsenal guys, you know. So I, I, I just – I don't see them just all of a sudden let's change formations, let's change everything we've been about, you know, go completely David Moyes, you know. No. I, I don't think they'll do that. But it's hard to follow a legend. We know that. It's hard to follow really good coaches. So – We'll be interested to see how it all pans out. I'll be more excited to see Patrick Vieira than I will maybe seeing a uh, Ancelotti. And I know that he's obviously a better, you know, bit more experienced coach. But I think I'm, I'm the person that's like I was excited to see Lincoln Riley take over at OU because I knew he was a young guy. He was he was hungry. He was wanting to get. He had the energy to coach a Division One football team, and you see people like Sean McVay who are a young guy that. To, he's five years younger than me taking over the L.A. Rams, and <laughs> look what he did, you know. So I think there's a lot there to to be excited about, you know, and handing it over to a younger coach. And maybe, I don't know, maybe soccer doesn't really translate to that. I don't, I don't know, but, yeah, I'd, I'd be more excited to see that, just just me as, just me as a fan. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, sorry. The guy at Nop 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 Napoli, yeah, so uh, – yeah, I'm sorry, Sari. Yeah, that, that's been a name tossed around. Uh, kind of an up-and-coming coach there at Napoli. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, they they be brave, you know. Don't just, oh, let's, you know, let's go with David Moyes, you know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about who's out there to, to, to make too many comments. But just the ones that I know, that's, that's all I can know about and, and talk about. But And it might be a chance you might have – a uh, coach that I know, Conte, mm. you might get him next year. Ah. He, he's, uh, uh, speaking uh, of recycled coaches, yeah. yeah. Last year was a great year. You know, he brought a brand new formation, brought mm. his some of his players that he wanted in the team, but it's just uh, he might be leaving shortly. Mm -hmm. But let's not talk about Chelsea right now. Even though they they came back to win the last game. At the, and the game before that. Yeah, but unfortunately, there's a team called down in Liverpool, England, that is lacing teams up. They're going to get second place. Obviously, got the big result in Champions League. Man, what do you make of this team? Is it just is is Jurgen Klopp just a really good coach? Uh, he know he he's an optimizer, isn't he? Oh he just yeah. gets the best out of everybody. When he put Mane in the team, I was. I saw Mo Salah play in Washington D.C. when um he played so he was still playing for Chelsea, mm -hmm. and um he was a gunner. I mean he was running, um you could see the potential, mm -hmm. and then he had that little injury and then he got released from the team. I think he got loaned out, and um he was a good team. But you have Mo um in the beginning of the season you had Coutinho, mm -hmm. and then you you know you have Firmino, you have. Amane, um, you have, you know, Mo Salah. Those front two, they're just really good. Yeah. But I I can't. Uh, next year, I would like to see them. I, I'm going to probably see them in the top four. I would even say battling for number two um, with Man U and mm -hmm. um, hope to God Chelsea. <laughs> but um, we will see. Yeah, because right now it just seems like it's the Manchester's Liverpool and uh, you know obviously Chelsea they're kind of the big four but you know the, the other thing is that Tottenham is right there um, you know and we're, I mean obviously Man City has already locked up EPL this season so that's over but Champions League is still up for grabs oh yeah you know and I, I was just sitting there thinking I was like what is what is the EPL standings right now I guess I can pull up my phone I don't know I was like how how can I at least like, because I because I know that, um, you know Arsenal right now is in battle for sixth and seventh or whatever, and then 
you know, you have Oh, Burnley is right. Burnley's right there, yeah. yeah. So let's see, right now standings, obviously Man City has locked it up. Man United, uh, 74 points. So I guess right now we have that weird thing where some teams have played 35 and some have played 34. So Man U's played 34, 74 points, and you got Liverpool at 71 points. And then um, Tottenham at 68, Chelsea five behind. Then you've got Arsenal five behind there. Uh, I'm sorry, not five behind. Yeah, no, six behind. So, uh, you, you know, you've got a little bit of a kind of a, you know, Chelsea's right there trying to compete for the that last Champions League. Otherwise, you'll be, uh, uh, you know, how, how, how they say, uh, uh, but can they do it on a cold, rainy night in Bratislava, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! If we can't that's, do it there, <laughs> hey, that's my that's my Europa joke. Instead of a cold a cold rainy night in in uh, in uh, Stoke, it's a cold rainy night in Bratislava. So anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, do you think you'll be as excited about playing in Crete as uh, in Croatia, <laughs> wherever <laughs> wherever the Europa leagues play? Some oh yeah, um, I remember just running home after school and seeing a Chelsea match on ESPN two yeah. or FX and we're like, all right, we are, who who are we playing? Um, um, you can't Sla- pronounce the team. Sla- what? <laughs> I want to play Sheriff. Remember Sheriff? Oh yeah, it's just called Sheriff. I don't even know. I think they're in Sheriff United or she think it's just Sheriff. It just said Sheriff. Like I don't know. If, like the sheriffs get together and they have it. I have no idea. But it, it was like a badge and it was called Sheriff. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe it was some other Champions League, but anyway. So enough of that. Uh, who do you, who do you fancy in in the in the Champions League advancing to the finals? Uh, Champions League. Um, hmm. Think Roma can do it? No. No. There's <laughs> no way Roma's gonna do it, and I I gotta give it to one of the Spaniard teams. I. Uh, oh, Madrid. Yeah. Yeah. I, but Do you think I'm, you're going to win? Uh, Athletics going to win uh, Europa too? Uh, no. Okay. I, that's uh, that's the only time I'll ever say Arsenal's going to win that one. But with my predictions lately, uh, don't trust me. <laughs> <laughs> he did have two points last week. I mean, you know, come I was on, happy man. for those like top three first games. I was like, yes, I got two out of three right. I should get some right. And then red, red, it's red. All reds from there, man. All um, reds from there. Feeling like an Arsenal fan. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Well, that's fine. That's okay. Well, um, I think yeah, I, it's hard to root against. It's hard to pick against Madrid. I know um, Bayern Munich is good, but it always seems like they get right to this point, and then that's like they drop off. But you know, do you, well, let me ask you this: Do you buy into the 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 conspiracy theory that's going on that? This these two matches were predestined, and that there was not really a draw because of Roma was selling tickets to the Liverpool Liverpool Roma before the draw had taken place. Did you catch any of that? What, do, you, what do you think, I, man? I, do you I think really wasn't paying attention to those. Um, do you think uh, it's a possibility? I'm a big conspiracy theorist. There but, you um, go. I, I didn't really look at those that much. Um, yeah. I was. Happy to see soccer on TV. That's to be honest. All um, right, you don't, you're not going to subscribe to any of that. Oh, I, mean, I, I, I will on, watch. Okay. Come on, right, I will watch. I'll be right. at I'll be at Empire <laughs> for the final. You know, either way. But I don't have a dog in a fight. You know, I'm just watching Chelsea, Tulsa, or Revolution. So sad days for me. But mm. <laughs> oh, uh, Revs, man. Ugh. Yeah, when you were talking earlier about Jacory Hayes, sorry for changing the subject. No, no, no. I was like, no "Yay, he scored a goal!" Oh wait, never mind. He played against, scored against the Revolution. Never mind. Yeah. I just sent him a nice message. It was nice compared yeah. to the USL refs, but um, <laughs> um, you've been you've been after them lately. Just, yeah, it's a good thing fans can't get like fined by the league, right? Yeah, I kind of <laughs> told BC, I was like, "Hey, Brian, I'm so sorry for anything I said. If you get any kickback on it, just let me know." I'll send him more messages. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just like, I'm just going to keep just just railing on him until you might actually get a letter in the mail, like a cease and desist. Like, hey, man, I'm, take it easy on I'm me. I'm waiting for it to be blocked for that one. <laughs> um, I hope you don't mind, Roger. I was going to ask you something. Sure. Yeah, go um, for it. With the Roughnecks game when you and Angela were talking earlier, you mm-hmm. missed one thing that kind of – the reason why I kind of let the, re- the USL get it, the back pass. 
Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So we did. We kind of glossed. I don't think we've talked about it, but or the Munoz um, red card as well. Yeah, that was a bit unusual. So okay, I will say I would, for me to be a ref, I, you guys would be booing me off the pitch. I'm just gonna let you know. I'd be like, wait, I, I meant to do this. No, eh. so I know it's a tough gig and it's not easy. But so we had in the first half. Was it first half or second half? It was I can't. In the first half. First, first half, half. So. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. First half. So we had a back pass. Fresno kicks it back almost from the halfway line mm-hmm. all the way back to the goalkeeper. Goalkeeper picks it up. And, you know, we're like, you know, roughneck, you know, players, coaches are, you know, appealing because you can't do that. Should have been an indirect free kick right there, right inside the box. And that would have been an opportunity for. Tulsa to score a goal right there. I didn't see because you know the, the angle of the camera. Maybe I was trying to think. Well, maybe somebody touched it, but it, to me, it didn't look like anyone was remotely close. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was an interesting no call, and it looked like they were talking about it. the assistant ref and and the and, and the main were both chatting about it. it. So they're trying to figure it out. I wish VAR was in. I don't know. If I wish the VAR may. I don't know if that's a VAR a bull thing to look, review, but it just seems like that's just a really silly thing, a really simple thing. And and I know, hey, you're looking at, you're trying to pay attention to a million things on a pitch. I get it, but that seemed like a pretty obvious thing to me. And and everyone on Twitter was like, what the heck's going? On? Even uh, the announcer. I don't know if it was Mike Watts. I don't know who was. Was it Mike Watts? I, I don't think it was somebody, somebody else, but they even said, "Hey, I think that, and both he and uh, and uh, and the lady that was on the broadcast, they're both going, yeah, I think that was a back pass.'" And then play happened, and he moved on. But they reviewed, they looked at it again, and it, yeah, I don't know, man, it just looked like pretty obvious to me. I'm not sure if you caught it, but um, as soon as the ball went halfway, um, they kind of had it on the sideline, and you could see the Fresno coach over there smiling and laughing, and saying, "And I could read." I'm, I don't read my, you know, I can't read lips or nothing, but he's like, that was a back pass, and he was smiling over there. I was like, oh, my God. That's what I was like, yeah, get on this. <laughs> yep. Let me go type Air out your grievances. Air out my grievance there. But then um, I had the red card with uh, Munoz, and I forget that other player. Yeah, so um, there was a little bit of a scuffle there at mid at mid pitch, and it looked like I, the other guy that got – he got red card. It wasn't even him that had. It was a Guelo that had oh, this yeah. slide tackle, and it was cleats up. Oh yeah, and it wasn't just once. He did it he, twice. He did it like pretty quick succession. Yeah, and it was cleats up both times. And even the announcer said that, that could have been a red card easily. Mm-hmm. And oh, I yeah. think he just got a yellow. So when that happened, I can't remember. I don't think it was Munoz that got. I think it was Paris. Was it Paris that got? It wasn't Munoz that got slide tackled. But no. obviously the team comes over like, "Hey, dude, you know, to, you know, to back up their their player." And I, I mean, people were shoving each other, and then all of a sudden Munoz gets a red. I didn't see why he got the red, and maybe he. Sh- I know they've been emphasizing anything above the head. You know, if you do something, you know, somebody grabs you, they can red card you. They're, they're, they. They've been emphasizing that, so maybe he shoved high. You know, it wasn't like the mystery red card with Riggs, where we're just going, "What the heck was that?" Yeah. Um, but yeah, Munoz, Carlos Munoz is gone for the next match at least. I haven't seen disciplinary reports, so I'm assuming that he's just gone for the next match. And then their whoever their other guy, he was so. Let me ask you this: Are you concerned about all the reds and yellows that are happening for Tulsa right now? I mean, conspiracy uh, theory time. <laughs> I mean, um, no, um, it's just a lack of, you know, I've played soccer before and I, it's just in that heat of the moment when you're struggling mm-hmm. and you're also, you know, you're playing a team that you should, should fare well against. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't see the results happening. You know, sometimes the heat of the moment just gets to you and well, you know, it's, it's a lot of emotions you're going yeah it's, it's a lot of emotions it's going on and, and when you get you're not getting the calls mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. also you know you've seen this guy that just subbed in scored a goal and he slid tackles not just once but twice mm-hmm. when it's dangerous and when ben's done something like that automatic red card and yeah. you know it's just that kind of passion comes out and you know sometimes it's in the best ways and sometimes it's in negative ways but yeah um 
Yeah, and you're right. And sometimes you just got to check your emotions and, and maybe just, I don't know. I mean, it's hard. If I see one of my players or one of my my teammates get slid tackled and and, I, and they see me and I don't do anything about it, I'd be pretty mad that my my teammates didn't come to my aid. You know, yeah. So, yeah, I don't want anybody to get a red card or a yellow card over. Maybe a yellow, but not a red, you know. And I think, you know, it just, it just boiled over a little bit. And, you know, hopefully – Hopefully, uh, get everybody back off red card suspension, off yellow card, um, and uh, you know, really, and this this will be another tough emotional match on the road. We're playing a, a team that, you know, that's that's a step up for us, I think, right now. And you know, and and if you know things get frustrating early on, you just hope everybody can kind of keep keep level headed. And you know, when you get these red cards, that really disrupts the the lineups. That disrupts, the, you know, especially defensively. And, uh, you know, you got to make sure you're consistent, at least on defensively. You know, offensively, you can sub in a guy or, you know, but I don't know. It's 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 going to be interesting on Saturday for sure. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what, how the team responds, you know. And if Vaccaro's not available, then, you know, I think maybe seeing, you know, Jacino or Arce or Juan uh, Perez or, you know, or I, I'm, I'm assuming Riggs, one of those guys, maybe step up and, and, and get that goal-scoring opportunity. Um, Jacino is my um, player that surprised me from all. I watched all his um, highlights on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You know, he's always played defensive. You know, he was always a strong center back. But the way he played last game, the dying minutes, yeah, he Kind of came up, did he, oh, a little yeah. bit, yeah. That little flick between two players. Um you don't see that from a D2 player. I mean, a defensive player I have at all. And mm. the way he was playing, you know, he was pushing up top. He, you know, they were coming off the side. He was slide tackling. You know, he, he was playing pretty good. He impressed me, and he needs to play up top. We need that, that kind of, you know, motivation for not just him but for the team sure. to go push forward. Mm -hmm. um, that's my opponent on that. Okay, yeah. But that's I will – I'm sorry, Roger – um, oh, you're good. I was just going to say, I'm not voting for the Roughnecks this week. Um, okay. I've been voting for them the whole entire <laughs> – every prediction I've been voting for them. Well, so they, far, if you're a Roughnecks fan, that you want to hear Mario say he's not picking the Roughnecks because – Yeah, I'm not going to pick them. I'm the curse. Yes. I'm the curse, and I'm sorry. But <laughs> this week, uh, I'm going to go say 3-0 um, Republic. Yeah. So it could be, you know, flip backwards and – Yep. All right, here we go. Yeah, here, Angel is on here, just chiming in. Uh, yeah, and he's uh, works with the players quite a bit and saying prepare, getting stronger step by step. Madonna, just so you know, they are wonderful, wonderful surprises. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, Madonna, another one. Yeah, we, uh, I was going to mention as well, who's been playing, who's who's been playing a lot more confident and and you know, like I said. A couple weeks ago, when you know we had the, res the kind of string of bad results, it's it's a team that's just it's just going to take a little while for them to gel, and and maybe that road trip was uh, was, a, was a good thing to do, and having those guys go on the road and, and get together and you know kind of have that bonding experience and yeah, playing like in, a, in a in a you know real true road match, and so yeah, it's you know like I said, it's 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 a, it's going to be a good match. It's going to be you know I'll be watching obviously and. Uh, Hopefully, we'll be out there at Empire Bar. I say Empire Bar and Grill, but they don't have a grill. It's like a food truck out there. That's not the grill. That's, That's okay. Yeah. We'll bring a couple grills. We'll, we'll, some we'll, grills. we'll, we'll grill out there. We'll tailgate before match. Yeah. Uh, Kyla probably won't care, will she? She'll, no. she'll, like, yeah, it's fine. No. It's, you guys are, it's fine. She, she might be grilling for us. Who knows? So, um, but yeah, thanks, Angel, for that. And, uh, but anyway, yeah, guys, uh, I think we're going to wrap it up here. And, uh, and, and thank you guys for being on uh, Mario. Social media plugs you want to throw out there? Um, Actually, I will, but this time it's going to be a little bit different. Okay. Um, if you all can do me a favor, could you please follow uh, Los Roughnecks? Um, Angel does a great job. Um, he posts a lot of video. He does a lot of under under the table stuff. You know, he he really works under hard to table, get you. Huh? I mean, sorry, <laughs> underground stuff. You know, he does a lot of um, behind the scenes. Behind the yeah, scenes. There, there you go. go. Um, he does table. a give me a dollar. Oh yeah, you know that's that's a different story. <laughs> um, no, but he does a, a lot of stuff. You know, he gets a lot of videos. Um, he's doing this for free, and he's doing it for the passion, the same kind of passion that I have for the Roughnecks. That's why I really 
enjoy what Angel does. You know, he does this for the passion of sport, not just mm -hmm. for himself, but also to help more Hispanic people on Tulsa, you know, to see, you know, the roughnecks that we have, you know, Spanish context available for you. Um, what did Zach just say? Oh, yeah, it's RSA, yeah. Uh, um, but, yeah, um, please check him out on Twitter. Um, if you want to talk to me, you know, you want to talk about some Chelsea stuff, um, pretty soon we're going to be having um, some big things about when Drogba comes in town. So be prepared. Um, we're on Tulsa Blues 918 on Twitter, on Facebook. It's the Oklahoma Blues. We have an official group page and also a private little group page. Um, La Union 918. Um, we have a Twitter, Facebook, and we also have an Instagram, thanks to the beautiful Angela. Um, other than that, just holler at me. Yeah, yeah. Mario's very, uh, very responsive out there, and, and certainly is uh, on Twitter and, and and Facebook. Anything you need, maybe MySpace. I think you have a Jane. I still, page I still have there. a MySpace. I looked actually after last week hearing you on there. <laughs> yeah, I went to go What's check, and I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, I still have a MySpace. You know, my band's gonna make it big, man. Just waiting on it. That's what MySpace made it for my band. I'm, I'm not in a band, by the way. Never have been. Um, except karaoke, I think that's something different. No, you need to see um, <laughs> Roger banging the drums back there. You think he just does podcasts? No, he doesn't. He he goes goes hard on those drums too. I know, I know. I, I haven't done it this year. But I've been. I think I've been replaced, but that's fine. It's fine. It's okay. I'd like. I enjoy. I mean, I can't. I can't have two beverages in a hand and play drums. I just. It's hard. It's hard to. Do. But anyway, he finds a way to do it though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, get one of those hats that yeah, the straws. Yeah, just oh man, I don't know if they make those anymore. But anyway, uh, Mario, Angela, thank you guys so no much problem. for coming on. Uh, uh, William Hodges earlier with Indomitable City. You guys check all those folks out. Vinger in, Vinger for national team head coach. He will be next up. So I hope you guys are excited about that. Anyway, thank you viewers. Thank you folks that are chatting tonight. Likes and the subscribes on iTunes, Google Plus, Stitcher. Uh, another shout out to Michael Mitchell helping out behind the scenes, putting the podcast together for iTunes. So I appreciate everything he does. And uh, thank you guys. I appreciate everything you guys do. Unless a baby comes before next Monday, we'll have another podcast next Monday. Another live viewing, live, live viewing, live, live feed, live stream podcast. We'll have some Tulsa Athletic. Uh, I think we've got maybe a couple players coming in from them. And then we'll have some more news with those guys um, as they start their season next in two weeks on the May 6th. So anyway, have, love you guys. God bless. Take care.